0: Did you hear
1: something?
0: Uh-uh. <laughs> Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. okay. oh what's going on <laughs> i
0: don't know what's going on anymore that was bizarre yeah
1: all right everybody. apologize
0: for the background noise because back. it's hot outside and i have hot. my air conditioner going
1: and it's wet and it's flooded everything's underwater yeah i got here in a boat was I'm it ready. a fan boat i wish that would have been fun anybody wants to buy a boat i have one for sale
0: you're selling Randy?
1: Hit me up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Oh. Well, you don't really guess, use it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I use it to get here. That's the first time I've used it in a long time. You gotta, <laughs>
0: okay, real quick. You have to tell the reason why your your boat's name is Randy.
1: Uh, Because it is a Nitro Savage. And uh, I called it the Macho Man. It's it's kind of got two names, Randy or the Macho Man, because it's a savage. It's the
0: greatest name for a boat ever.
1: (laughs) Even though boats are supposed to be uh, named after chicks, I don't care. Randy's a girl's name too, right?
0: We knew a chick named Randy in school, so... yeah. Yeah,
1: anyway, welcome back here to the Horror Happy Hour. This is Evan. I'm Dustin. And as promised, we went and saw Godzilla King of the Monsters over the weekend. Yeah. And now we're here to talk about it. Um, just real quick, spoiler-free here to start out. We'll give you a little review. A uh, little review what we thought of it. What we... Uh, yeah. What do you think of it, Dustin? I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, better than expected? Worse? On par?
0: I pretty much saw what I thought I was going to see.
1: Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. I would have to say it was probably a little bit let down by it. Not, Not much. It's a Godzilla movie. It hit all the right... Beats, yeah, there
0: there were parts that I thought were a tiny bit slow, and there were even some parts in there that I didn't think really needed to be in
1: it. Yeah. So. It wasn't really a long; it was a little over two hours. Yeah.
0: Not two, bad. Two
1: hours, twelve minutes. Was that the running yeah. time? Yeah. Yep. That's running time. Pretty, uh, pretty uh, active for most of it. There are a couple of a couple of slow spots.
0: Yeah, and the reason for that is they tried for character development and story. Storyline, yeah, so
1: which leads me kind of to my next question. Like what we said we didn't like about Godzilla, that was one of them. Do you think they addressed that and fixed that?
0: What well, we and didn't like maybe? in the oh, yeah, in like the 2014 it, yeah. Godzilla, Except the, the char- fact that Godzilla was crap. only in that for 12 minutes, right? That's where yeah, that's, he was very predominant in this one. Yes, they very much he, addressed
1: that in this yes.
0: one. Yes, um, he so that's yeah, that's the one thing that you don't really need As to worry about. A lot
1: of the monsters Yeah. Yeah. it's very monster heavy but do you think they did a good job investing you in characters and fleshing that out better um you have an answer for you no
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was i was really leaning towards no because then they introduced they we had an introduction to some new characters in this one and the character development on them wasn't great but it, you're talking about a Godzilla movie, so character development in any Godzilla movie is not great to begin with. So really I wasn't too disappointed that the character development wasn't there, but just the fact that they really pushed it, that kind of just took too long.
1: Yeah, we got some new characters. Uh The Russell family.
0: Are we gonna start getting into the spoiler stuff no, now? No, I'm not gonna do spoilers okay. yet.
1: Um, yeah, we got into the Russell family, who was a um they And from, I mean this isn't really a spoiler This happened in the first couple minutes of the movie. They are survivors from the 2014 attack in San Francisco. Yeah.
0: And uh, I like except for one of them. And I yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like and I really liked how they did that. How it it was almost I you're gonna hate this. It was almost like man of steel, Batman versus Superman esque. I noticed that too. Where you know you this had movie you had Skull Island in the beginning or in the middle um but you know that took place before Godzilla but then they went back to Godzilla and they even showed like the battle scenes between Godzilla and the Muto
1: Yeah this movie begins very first scene is the end of Godzilla 2014 it basically shows the Russells uh Mark and Emma looking for their son they have yep. uh Madison as their daughter played by Millie Bobby Brown they have her, and they're looking for their son, uh, whom they never find. He's right uh, revealed to have been killed during that attack. Yeah, which causes a bunch of family strain on them, Mm-hmm.
0: and uh, a very, very, very
1: large hatred for Godzilla. Yeah. So this especially their, by the especially by what was his name? Mark. Mark. Played play by Kyle Chandler. Yeah. Emma was by Vera Farmiga. So these are your, like your new crew. Uh, you get a couple new characters too. You get the Charles Dance character. Who uh, is an eco terrorist? Yeah. Basically,
0: that was that was another part of it that I didn't quite care for.
1: Yeah, because he's awesome, but he was underutilized throughout the movie. Really, I think.
0: Well, it was not just that, but it was very politically driven in the very beginning. Yes, very as, politically as a, driven.
1: I mean, and that's fine. That's what Godzilla movies are. Really, this is what they've always been. It's very true. I'm okay with that. I am sick of this particular subplot that they have chosen to go into i mean i'm just oh. tired ty- like every oh god every movie i've been doing have been beating it like a dead horse over the past 10 years and it's just come on <sighs> so yes there is an underlying allegory in this movie which michael already said there was going to be yeah uh, he's a godzilla kind of purist so he said he would be doing a disservice to it if he didn't Which is fine i get it at one point they really beat you over the head with it mm-hmm. Didn't like that i would much prefer the subtleness of it which they did the subtleness well too so you didn't need the beat over the head. <laughs> right, yeah. So, uh, you know, that was another little gripe I had. But other than that, okay, the monsters were awesome looking. Yes, they were. Um, here's another critique of the first movie that I they kind of addressed. is about how dark it was. This movie oh. wasn't nearly as dark. You could see all the fighting. Yeah. But, God damn it, is there not daylight in this Godzilla universe anywhere? It, every fight happened that night in the rain. Or underwater. Or underwater. Are (laughs) you kidding me? Come on. There's got to be, the sun rises in that. I mean, this is a globe trotting event. So it's like they're one step ahead of the sunset, the sunrise, the whole goddamn movie. And it's frustrating. So that granted, they did improve it. You could actually see everything that happened, which is great. And they look great. But I was a little frustrated. Get me that Kong out in the open daylight flight. Where you can see absolutely everything, it, it's got to be harder to animate with the CGI. There's the only excuse that they could have for doing it this way.
0: Yeah, it could be it's that way. They don't actually have to put so much detail into it because yeah, you're not you going to see a few it. More so yeah, yeah.
1: It's just oh god, in a two hundred million dollar movie. Come on. Was the budget two hundred million? It is, it's estimated like one seventy to two hundred. I think last I saw.
0: Well. Well, the movie that CGI heavy, yeah, I guess I could understand that.
1: Which apparently it's already given that number, it's already uh, made its money back this weekend. i don't doubt it. There are a lot of people going to see it. It was they were projecting fifty million just U.S. just stateside. So nice. It was a it was a big deal. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't love it. It was at mm-hmm. uh, thirty nine, last I checked. But the audience uh, does. It the was audience thirty nine app- and eighty eight. I would say Rotten the audience approval audience. was pretty high. Which yeah, was so, exciting,
0: because, yeah. What was the what was the audience approval for Godzilla? I don't remember. 66. It was 66, okay. It was
1: lower than the Tomato meter.
0: The Tomato... It oh, so Rotten Tomatoes actually liked Godzilla more than mm-hmm. the audience did. Yes. Huh.
1: And way more than they liked this movie. But now so, both... See, I'm kind of in the middle. I, don't, I think it's better than the 39, and I think it's a little less than an 87. So, <laughs> you know, it's just... It's in that you're like
0: right somewhere. there in the 60s yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A,
1: it's a 70 in movie for me I think you know if I was gonna we don't really rate movies but if we were going no. to I think that's where I'd put it so anyway that if you like monsters go see this movie It's God monsters there and I'll uh, this isn't a spoiler either there are more than the four monsters in this movie not much but you get the four that they advertise plus a couple other uh, call it cameos from other monsters mm-hmm so there's plenty to do and see there's a couple little swerves in there i guess you'd call them
0: would you would you almost say that this is kind of a popcorn
1: movie oh man i ate an entire large popcorn i did watch this i did <laughs> and I, felt I think, absolutely miserable. I, I, still think feel miserable I think that's why my stomach
0: it. is so messed up <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes it is absolutely a popcorn movie and we did the uh whatever they call it where you're from the rumble seats where it moves around and stuff and that was pretty cool in this movie too
0: Oh, yeah, you have to utilize the rumble seats. Yeah.
1: So, absolutely, go check it out. It is definitely good. Maybe a slight letdown of what... But I had super-duper-duper high hopes for it, so... Yeah. It was was hard to live up to that. I do like kind of the direction Doherty did. It was definitely kind of a pet project for him. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So, anyway, that's the end of our spoiler-free. We're going to talk spoilers like a mofo now. So, if you have not seen it, go see it before you listen to this part yeah or if yes. you don't want to go see it but we want to know what happens we'll kind of do that too and uh forgive us a little bit because i certainly didn't take notes so we may if it seems like we're jumping around or struggling to remember something that's yeah, because we are
0: yeah kind of hard to take notes in the theater yeah they they don't like it when you do that no, on your phone especially <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> they really frown upon that these days so, the underlying allegory of this movie is this damn global warming stuff, which is you know, yeah. fine. I don't care. And we're not a political podcast. I'm not even going to get into that. But damn, I'm sick of it. Yeah. It's in every movie. It really is. And like I said, it would have been fine had they subverted it more, which they, I mean, there are, you can read deep into the stuff with the monsters and all this stuff, but there's one scene where Emma is just telling, telling it into the camera to us, the viewers and the people in the, in the movie that like,
0: You know, oh, when she was humans are destroying the world. Yeah, when she she was talking, when she was talking to Mark.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Little video Mm chat. So yeah, spoiler alert: Emma's a bad guy. Yeah. Boom. Which uh, trailer kind of ruined (laughs) a little bit. Yeah. They kind of alluded to that. This trailer. This is a a prime example of why you don't watch trailers. This trailer ruined a few things. It really did. Uh, But I mean, oh my god, did you see the last trailer? And I don't mean the final trailer. They call it the. Oh man. It wasn't the fourth trailer or the final trailer. It was like the hype up trailer, basically. It's not exactly what they called it, but. um, I don't think so. It was one minute long and it was set to. uh, LL Cool J. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so funny. In the first part where he says, I'm going to knock you out, is a scene where Godzilla just falls flat on his face. It's a pretty brilliant trailer, (laughs) but it also has got a mega spoiler in it because there at the end you seem. The Meltdown version of Godzilla.
0: The Thermonuclear yes. Meltdown Godzilla. Which is
1: awesome. I'm <laughs> yeah. so stoked they put him in here because that's from the Godzilla versus Destroya. Yeah.
0: Thermonu- the buildup for that, I thought, was just awesome. I really liked, um, I forget the character, he was kind of a smartass. Sam um,
1: Coleman? Yeah. Yeah, he uh, I, he was whatever. You know, they brought these people into this movie, and they were just kind of whatever. Anyway, go on.
0: I I liked his character because he did bring a sense of humor to this movie. I guess um, with some of the stuff that he did say.
1: Wait, which one are you talking about? The doc, the like the scientist guy. Yeah, the white headed scientist. Oh, this, you're talking about like the guy that was reading the sonar and stuff. Yeah. I hated him. Oh, you didn't like it? I thought everything he said fell flat as fuck. I didn't, I, honestly, I did not laugh once in this entire movie.
0: I, the one thing that I did like
1: was what he was. That's the, m- Brad, Bradley Whitford was yeah, him,
0: yeah. what he was, when they were sitting there, like, whenever they found where Godzilla, like, hides. And, uh, like, where he was going to rest, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they were sitting there going along, and he's like, he's like, well, if I would like to have kids someday. And he was pointing to where it's very radioactive. hmm and I, I kind of chuckled at yeah. that. Um, here's
1: my issue. Everything he said was a quip or a one-liner. It, it was, yeah. And it would be better if not every single thing he said was that way the, because it was so oversaturated. I, I, I swear, I don't think I laughed once.
0: The one thing that I didn't... And, I,
1: and here's the real tell. The theater was quiet during most of those moments, too, which is a tell because, you know, that's a famous line from... From men in black, a person is smart. People are dumb, stupid, ruthless, and all this. You know, a person oh, watching yeah. a movie can be smart, but a theater full of people, usually pretty stupid. <laughs> I would have figured they would have be been busting up laughing, and I there wasn't hardly so much to chuckle at most of them. Yeah, there
0: were a couple of places where they chuckled. The one thing that I didn't quite care for was whenever he sat there and he was like, I came, I have this theory of the, was it Hollow Earth yes. theory? Where the fuck did he come up with that? Well, I mean, where? That was never addressed even before in Godzilla, so he it just they just pulled that out but, of thin air.
1: Well, no, 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 because remember that's a monarch thing. That's that guy from Kong Skull Island. That was his theory.
0: Was Hollow Earth? Yeah, oh,
1: that's right. Yeah. Okay. So they were playing back into that, which this movie had a ton of exposition, a lot of just there were a lot of Kong references. No, I mean like just a lot of talking to the blatant explanation of what's going on to the audience rather than and
0: rather once again there was quite a bit of military in this one as well it
1: was it wasn't nearly as bad as godzilla the first movie. Yeah. yeah
0: um a lot of kong references
1: yes and we were both wrong on the <laughs> our little uh yeah. side wager yeah. of when he's going to show up because he didn't at all he period did, he did post credits movie nothing he was you know they had footage of him from skull island yeah and he was mentioned a couple times and yeah showed newspaper clippings and yada, yep. yada but yeah he kong did not appear in the movie
0: the only thing that really showed uh, Kong and Godzilla was the uh, markings on the wall.
1: Right, that was at the very post-credit scene, or not post-credit, mid-credit scene. Yeah, um, beginning credit scene, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you know, well, you know, I'll sum this movie up real quick. Sarazawa dies. King Ghidorah is an alien, and they blew up Atlantis. Yeah, I mean, that was Atlantis, right? That's, that's that was that's, my you know, like, okay. When they go in there, and nobody actually even
0: yeah. Nobody actually even said anything. Uh, Mark sat there and he was like, "This is this is like some ancient Egyptian." And then they was like, "No, this is much older than that." Yeah. So everybody immediately is like, "Oh well, that's Atlantis." Yeah. Which and they so then nuke to hell. yeah, which they just <laughs> Zarazawa just nuked it to hell. Yes. And then apparently by doing that, he supercharged Godzilla to yeah. the point where he was going into Thumer thermonuclear meltdown. Yeah, which
1: is awesome. You know, a lot of the stuff, it's all nods to the old movies. You know, the Oxygen Destroyer was in the very first movie. Sarazawa is a character from the first movie and he dies in the first movie. And when I say first movie, I mean original, 1954. In that movie, he deploys the Oxygen Destroyer to kill Godzilla and he kills himself in doing so because, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie, Sarazawa does it to save Godzilla.
0: Yeah, and... They did have the Oxygen Destroyer prototype, but it was the military that developed it. They had already launched it, and it ended up... They thought it had killed Godzilla,
1: but... They intended it to kill Godzilla and Ghidorah. And Ghidorah, but... Ghidorah just just flew away. Yeah. And Godzilla, they thought died.
0: They thought it killed Godzilla, but really it didn't. He ended up going back to his lair which was in Atlantis, because Atlantis was... To be
1: clear, they never said it was Atlantis. They never said it was Atlantis, Atlantis, but it was... was I mean, come on. It's a massive, underwater, old civilization (laughs) that nobody knows about. Okay. (laughs) But how did they get there? They went through a vortex.
0: Yep. They had found a vortex that sucked them through, and I think they... damaged
1: their uh, submarine. That's why Sarah's out. That's why they couldn't fire the nuke at... Uh, their
0: weapons was their uh weapons launch was destroyed or I forget how he put it but um what did they end up what did he end up saying it he it said it put them like 600 miles off target yeah or something like that and that was when he the one guy said he goes it's the hollow earth theory i knew it yes
1: yeah so basically that's how Godzilla gets around so quick. Yeah. Through these vortexes that. We knew he traveled via the ocean, but apparently there's these vortexes and the earth essentially is hollow and he knows the tunnels and that's how he gets around so quick. Yeah. The first big battle we see is between Godzilla and Ghidorah happens in Antarctica. Guess what? In the dark, in the snow. Well, if something happened before that though, with. We
0: saw Mothra. You saw Mothra as the larva.
1: As a larva stage. Yeah, she and just when, she had uh, just hatched as yes. as a baby. She hatches, and they're trying to get her under control. And this is when Emma, the doctor that we mentioned earlier, shows this new technology that she's created called Orca, and it.
0: Her and her and Mark developed it.
1: Yeah, and it emits a uh, sound that only the the Titans they call them Titans in this movie all the big creatures that only they can hear. And it kind of it kind of controls them they found what they call the alpha frequency right yep alpha frequency control them that way Mm -hmm. well at that moment then you see charles dance's character come in and just kill everybody kill everybody shoots oh did you notice who that doctor was
0: the one that he shot in the face yeah
1: yeah the teacher from stranger things that's right apparently millie bobby brown can get her buddy's jobs apparently so so yeah he kills everybody except for emma and Madison. They, he kidnaps them. Yeah, well, You think. You think. Then come to find out. So they take off. Uh, Mothra escapes and cocoons under yeah. a waterfall. Yeah. Then they figure out uh, Monarch is following them. They follow them to Antarctica, where they're going to release Ghidorah. So they do the mm-hmm. same thing there. They go in there, kill everybody, and they're gonna and they're getting ready to release Ghidorah. Well, Monarch comes in saves the day everything's cool mark is standing there next to emma and emma has the detonator to blow up the ice to release Ghidorah. and her hero her villain turn she does not give it over to mark she pushes the button and releases Ghidorah. yeah so that lets him out godzilla comes in they fight they take off Whatever, just kind of a. And he uh, Godzilla
0: kind of got his ass kicked. (laughs) Yeah, one of the
1: recurring (laughs) characters, the Sally Hawkins character. She played Vivian Graham. She was in the twenty fourteen. She dies.
0: Now it was it was here too, where Godzilla. Did he rip off one of the heads?
1: Um, that was. Or was that the second fight? I think that was in the second fight. Okay. Yeah, it was the second fight. So here's the whole plot of this movie. It's a it's a subtext for global warming and the humans destroying the planet. They tell you that very blatantly. Yeah. But the idea, these eco-terrorists and Emma, what they want is they discover that these Titans are actually like enter, like um, a- ancient peacekeepers, ancient restored, what do they call them? They had kind of a name for them. Basically, gods. God, yeah, they're gods, basically. <laughs> they are gods. They were the world's they were, first they gods. would restore order to Earth when things mm-hmm. got out of control. Basically, mm-hmm. the idea is they kill everything. Like, oh, and their, their proof was like, San Francisco and Las Vegas, where they had been is regrowing and, like, thriving.
0: Oh, yeah. Anything anything mentioned. that they touched or anywhere that they were, vegetation grew back. It's like the, the like a f fu- Like a fire, them, like a wildfire up. restores the soil, or a volcano creates new
1: land. Yes. That's, that's what exactly the
0: what Titans saw. were doing, was anywhere that they went, new vegetation showed up.
1: Whatever they destroyed, nature took back over. Was, yeah. Yes. So...
0: And they never actually showed any part of Vegas or San Francisco. I guess they kind of showed San showed, Francisco. Like, video footage. Yeah, but I would have actually liked to have seen them go there.
1: Well, they showed like a real short clip, and it was basically just rubble with plants growing on it. it yeah. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> to say it recovered. I mean, yeah, okay. Nature's re- that was the idea. Nature is fulfilling, is re- reclaiming whatever they destroyed. Mm-hmm. That's the gist of this movie, basically. That's why they're letting these titans out. Um, when Ghidorah gets out, he... Oh, the Well, plan... the whole
0: plan was that they were just going to let them out one by one. Slowly. Slowly. And just kind of let them do what they need to do. And then they were going to, I guess, take control back of them and have them go away again.
1: <laughs> I think... Well, I don't know if that's their idea, but Sarazawa contends that humans and them can live peacefully. That was part of that under that Atlantis scene, is they, they show... That's true, yeah, because paintings.
0: he because he did say that they have done it. That Godzilla is proof that they did it once before. Yes, because yeah. the cave
1: paintings show humans worshiping them, them. Them so in ancient times, these titans and humans lived together. So I don't yeah. remember if that was the terrorist group's plan too, if they were just going to let that happen, or but their the whole goal, you know, it's just like ideological goal. They were trying to do the best thing for the world by killing billions of people. Yeah,
0: very That's Thanos. Very yeah, very <laughs> Thanos like yeah. And I liked. The one thing that I that I like, Serizawa, have, have with Sarazawa, man, Godzilla was his boy. He's like, yeah, that's, that's my that's my old friend right there, and he well, he protected Godzilla with something fierce, but it was the government that wanted to kill all of them.
1: Mm-hmm. He said
0: they all just need to be destroyed. Right,
1: they wanted to take them all out.
0: But since it he so was did Mark, Mark, well, Mark wanted very adamant. Well, Mark wanted Godzilla dead. Well, he didn't know about the well, other he ones. He found out about the other ones he Yeah.
1: And the whole thing we kind of skipped is after their son died, they split. They got divorced. He's been gone for three years. Yeah. And, and he's not even really talking to Madison, or, you know, definitely not Emma. So yeah. that's how they get him back recruited in is when Emma gets kidnapped. Yeah. That's how he's part of this whole thing. Um, so that's the whole underlying subtext. What they don't realize is when they let Ghidorah loose, he calls on all of the Titans all at once. To to destroy. And they all wreak havoc. You don't really see any of it. They kind of show... And when I say all the Titans, this is where I was kind of a little let down. I wanted to see more of them. And they were all new. They were all created for this movie. They weren't old Toho ones. They were like... So in the trailer, they showed those spidery looking legs coming out around mm-hmm. the oil fields and everybody speculated that would be Kamonga. well it wasn't it was this other big spider looking thing and it had these like tentacles off his mouth it's kind of like a spidery cthulhu looking yeah thing. yeah and then they showed another one that crawled up out of a mountain like the whole mountain just moved yeah that was pretty cool everybody thought that was going to be anguirus or anguirus however you say it No, it was not it was something called methuselah which is a cool name the spider was called scylla um the Methuselah, they never really, really showed him much at
0: all. No, not really.
1: And then the other one.
0: They had uh, one that kind of looked like a, man- a yeah, mammoth. Yeah,
1: it, it was like a woolly mammoth slash sloth slash ape thing. Yeah, yeah. was yeah. big, long. He walked on four legs, but his front ones were real long, and he had these huge tusks. And he was big. He was, I mean, he was called Behemoth, and he was a monster. And uh, Muto came back. Yeah, Muto, we yeah. We saw a six-legged Muto. yeah. Which is uh, weird because uh, in the first movie, the male was four-legged and the female was eight-legged. So I don't know what the six-legged one is. but
0: Nah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. So
1: they're out there wreaking havoc. You don't see a lot of it. You don't really see...
0: You see newsreels of it.
1: And you don't... Here's another thing that Gareth Edwards did a good job of. Everything you see in the 2014 Godzilla is pretty much from the people's perspective. It's what you would see if you were there. Yeah. This one is not so much that way. And in fact... And all these places where these monsters wreak havoc, the humans aren't even there. Like, they show them in that one village in Mexico. Yeah. Evacuating. Uh, Yeah, When that was with Rodan, wasn't it? To, yeah, that was yeah. Rodan. He was cool. All these other cities they go to, like D.C. And, and Boston and stuff, you never see a human that's not like one of the main characters. There's not people running through the streets. No? Granted, by the time we see Washington, D.C., the whole thing is flooded.
0: <laughs> flooded tornadoes. I mean, it's like Ghidorah
1: uh, controls a massive hurricane wherever he goes. I think they said somewhere it was said it was a Category Six hurricane, which it doesn't is not actually a thing. Right. So it's a bigger storm than what we know on Earth, and he just brings it with him everywhere he goes. And he breathes lightning, basically. Which a so Ghidorah from the old, you know, movies had a lot of different powers. He had gravity beams, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. And the storm thing is not new. No. It's kind of an excuse for them always to be fighting at night in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was pretty cool. Look cool. He has regenerative powers because, as you said earlier, at one point Godzilla ripped his head off. One of his heads. One of his heads.
0: And then it just grew back.
1: Grew back in like five seconds. Yeah, just in a couple of. Which is s- actually weird because he went like, you know, in he real went time, co- probably like two hours without a head, and then it just and then it popped. just
0: j- j- just regenerated right on the yeah, spot. Which is a little weird. Yeah, that was kind of odd. Um, I almost thought that they overdid Ghidorah. I, I almost I was I was to the point where it's like they almost made him just too
1: powerful he was very very close yeah I mean, was, kicked Godzilla's ass a couple times yeah um, yeah I mean that's the idea he's the he's the big baddie he's the but I like what the, I liked
0: yeah and I liked what they called him False Zero, False King.
1: False King, yeah, yeah. They called him Monster Zero for most of the movie because that's what he was known a lot, like way back in the series.
0: Right, yeah. Until what's her name? Dr. Chen.
1: Yeah, Doctor
0: Chen, who's a third generation monarch.
1: Yes. Uh, did you catch the little nod to the old movies? With oh, her? yes, I did. Yeah. She is essentially. <laughs> it wasn't explicitly said, but she uh, is shown to have a twin sister, who was present at the Mothra hatching. And then that they show that they're third generation monarch, mm-hmm. all twins. Yeah. And the picture they show is actually on Infant Island where Mothra's, is, you know, is basically from. Mm-hmm. So, in their Japanese. So, the illusion here is that they're the Shobujin from the Mothra movies. Yeah. So, the Shobujin, if you're not familiar, um, are Mothra's fairies. It's a Japanese word for little beauties.
0: Now, my question. Um, Miles Dyson is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, i'm glad you caught that yeah yeah he's in the movie was he supposed to be the guy from kong from skull island
1: the guy from kong what guy from
0: at the end of the, the end movie? i wouldn't think
1: so because that guy was because miles davis miles davis miles davis <laughs> miles <laughs> wasn't he like a military guy no he was movie?
0: he was with monarch i thought oh because that was my immediate thought was that, holy crap, there they are. That's what I wanted was at least somebody from Kong Skull Island to be in this movie, and I think they were. I'm thinking he was that one intern with John Goodman throughout Kong. Um,
1: I'm kind of looking through and reading here.
0: At least that was my
1: initial thought. Who is?
0: You're going to have to... Yes,
1: you're right. So... Um, Joe Morton is the guy that plays him, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean it's. Well, this is. I'm just looking at Wikipedia. Wikipedia says jo- Joe Morton appears as an older Dr. Houston Brooks character that originally appeared in Constable Island. Um, yeah, mm. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what's funny, and kudos on catching that. I'm not gonna say that nobody else caught that. That could be one of those things that literally everybody saw, but me. Or it could be something that only you saw. So if you <laughs> saw that, good job. Unless everybody else did, in which case bad job me so i did not even process that i wasn't i mean i should have been thinking about it but oh yep that was him so cool yeah he didn't do anything though in the movie damn it like that's why he wasn't memorable really
0: i just i just saw him on there and i was like oh miles
1: dyson oh it's a black guy there was a black guy in School island must be him <laughs> <laughs> that makes
0: me sound racist <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah so the illusion is that the the Chen Dr. Chens are uh, are the Shogun well
0: now he was yelling at what what the hell was her name Dr. Ling or Dr. Lee that's who he was yelling at whenever he uh, Dr. Brooks that's who he was yelling at remember when Mothra was there so I'm assuming that she was because remember she was in Kong Skull Island Mm -hmm. too so I think that was them
1: Who was in Kong Skull Island too? What are you, about? you had
0: the little Asian girl in Kong Skull Island that was saved at the end. Remember when they were on the boat?
1: Not really. Like...
0: In Kong Skull Island when they were leaving Skull Island you had the eight survivors. Brooks was one of them and then you had the little the one Asian girl there too.
1: I don't remember that at all. Was she like a little girl?
0: No, oh, she or wasn't a little girl, she no. Stop. She was probably like around Brooks age.
1: Oh, well then this doctor one is not her. She
0: was way younger. Okay. Yeah. Well, so then Brooks was the only one that was from Skull Island.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh well. Yeah, I mean here it's got a list of like characters making reappearance, but yeah, now the Chen characters were it's, yeah, Doctor like Eileen is that what that says and Ling Chen. Yeah, that's. Yeah. They, Ling. Uh,
0: Maybe that's what he was yelling was Ling. Probably. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they were. Definitely not. I think yeah. Because they, they were they were they were pretty young. Yeah, definitely not. Um, Brooks anyway.
0: was okay, so they did have somebody from Kong Skull Island. Yeah, I got what I wanted, I just yeah. didn't get who I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um okay, cool. Um Yeah. And see there was speculation that the Shobajin was going to be Millie Bobby Brown's character or maybe her and her mom, because they kind of show her in that trailer reaching out and touching Mothra, Mothra They thought, yeah. oh, maybe she's going to be this incarnation of the Chauvijin, but no, it's going to be these these doctors. Yeah. Shen, the Shen doctors.
0: So, um... I really liked
1: Mothra. Mothra was cool. I she thought... got a couple of cool little new powers, I guess. Um, she has evolved a lot over the movies, but, you know, she has... You see her at the end, and she's got, like, these, like, scythe kind of uh, hands, you know, where she can... Attack.
0: Yep. She also has a stinger. uh,
1: She has a stinger. (laughs) Which came in pretty handy there. Yeah, yeah. And she's fighting Rodan at the end. So basically at the end, it winds up being everybody, all the monsters are following Ghidorah except for Mothra.
0: And Godzilla. And
1: Godzilla. Of course. So what happens is Millie Bobby Brown turns on her mom, steals the orca, and goes to Fenway Park and blasts the alpha frequency from Fenway. Calls all the monsters to Fenway, basically. Ghidorah is the first one to get there because he's in D.C. Um, And then he starts attacking Millie Bobby Brown and that's when Godzilla, that little deus ex machina there, shows up to fight Ghidorah. Yeah. So, uh, Rodan is on Ghidorah's side and then Mothra comes in in the 11th hour to help out Godzilla. So it's this kind of two-on-two thing.
0: I liked, going back before before that, Mm -hmm. what they did with Mothra after she uh, hatched out of her cocoon. She immediately went to Godzilla.
1: Yes, because when she hatches, Godzilla is quote-unquote dead.
0: Yes, and they didn't know where he went. Right. So that was when Mark was like, no, we don't know, but I bet she knows. Yep. And she's sitting there just like fluttering over the ocean, she's basically like, saying he's right down yeah, there.
1: big old bio... Yeah, she's kind of air traffic controlling yeah. <laughs> the scientists to find. And
0: him. I, the, the, the quote that was said was, so her and Godzilla kind of have a thing yeah yeah
1: i get it and Didn't do anything for me <laughs>
0: and uh so yeah i really liked how they utilized mothra in this how like she was godzilla's friend
1: in which she, she, she usually is always a good <laughs> always a good uh good girl uh, yeah did you notice in the credits
0: himself himself herself <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah yeah they credited godzilla and the other three big monsters yeah as
0: godzilla rodan Ghidorah, and mothra as himself 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 herself yeah and I, thought that was pretty funny. I just happened to yeah. glance up and look at that
1: um doherty i saw some interviews with doherty the director and he has a lot of stuff you know um to say about like mothra and all this because mothra and godzilla have always had this connection so that's why she was able to kind of find him but the scientists get there and revive him. Because so what happens is he crawls back to his home, which is Atlantis, essentially is where he lives. Yeah. There's radiation leaking there, so he was recovering and feeding off of that. Yeah. They
0: and and they said, oh, all he needs is just a little nap. And they're like, no, this could possibly take years for yeah. him to recover from. And so then that was when, was it Mark or, it was Mark that said, how many nukes do you yeah. have? And Dr. I was like, lots.
1: <laughs> which, Here's another thing I hated about this movie. Okay, first off, the the Mark character I wasn't a big fan of, and I figured out why.
0: Because he was kind of stupid, but but yet smart at the same time?
1: You remember 2005's King Kong, right?
0: Yeah, the Peter Jackson... King Kong. He was
1: Bruce Baxter. He was that douchebag actor in that movie. Oh, that, that same actor. yeah, he was. When so he... I always had this... Always, this is a second...
0: Well, see, I kind of blocked out Kong. that movie because <laughs> yeah. I didn't like it. But
1: I was like, <laughs> he just wasn't likable to me because of that. And the other thing I hated about it, it was so unbelievable, non-believable, whatever.
0: Well, my question is that, you know, he worked for Monarch. Yeah. And he developed... Him and Emma developed that orca for... The monsters. And then he finds out how many there are. Like, dude, you've worked for Monarch. How do you not know? You you were developing a prototype to control these monsters. How do you not know that there's a ton of them out there? Yeah. Here's... That's why I was saying, like, he's dumb but smart at the same time.
1: I here's don't. what I hated about it. Anytime... So they're on this big... I forget what the big airplane was called, but they're on this big, super fast, super big airplane thing. as kind of their control base.
0: Yeah, it's like the size
1: of Texas. Yeah. So... They're on this thing all the time. L- literally everybody on it's military monarch on this thing. Literally everybody on this airplane would not want to do something, including Sarazawa. And then Mark would go, "No, we need to do this." And then he'd look at Sarazawa, and Sarazawa <laughs> would look at everybody else. He goes, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah. Every single time, Sarazawa yeah. did not have one thought of his own in this entire fucking movie, which <laughs> kind of pissed me off. Literally, I bet go back and count. I bet I having six times, Mark was going, "No, we need to do this," and Sarazawa was like. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do oh, that.
0: Yeah, like whenever that they're under, whenever bullshit. they were underwater, they were at that underwater base, and they went like into full lockdown, and they had the weapons out. And Mark was like, "No, you need to put your weapons away because he thinks we're a threat." Yeah. And then Sarazal was like, "Yeah, stand down." Exactly. And then he goes, "Open the shields or whatever." He's like, "To show him that we're not a threat." And then Sarazal again, like. Open the shields. Yeah,
1: he didn't have a... The,
0: the one problem. thing that I really liked about Sarazawa though, was how he was defending the monsters, or the Titans, I still say monsters, um, in the very beginning at the the, the hearings. And, and then how he just got up and left during those hearings. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and that that was a character I thought you were talking about earlier, the Sam Coleman character. Guy oh, from, no, no, not him, the no. The guy from... Silicon Valley. Yeah, no, he not He no. was kind of like, uh,
0: uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we, here's, here's, a, here's the MUTOs and then their reproductive still. I think this is the one where, <laughs> where their genitals are blurred out. Yeah. If they're not, I apologize. And then they just leave.
1: Yeah. The, uh, that brings up an interesting thought I had. And I would have to watch the movie again or find something, find some way to fact check. This. They kept calling them Titans. What well, we know is monsters. Mm-hmm. It's called King of the Monsters. They kept calling them Titans. Yes. Did they ever call them monsters in the movie? And I have a very specific uh, reason for asking this.
0: I think they did. I, I think at least Mark probably did.
1: Okay. I would like to know the answer to that because... I think he did. If they never referred to any of... If they didn't call Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, Behemoth, Scylla, Methula... If they never referred to any of these things as a monster... That means the only two things in this movie that were called a monster was Ghidorah, because it was Monster Zero. Yeah. And Emma, because Madison, her daughter, called her a monster. And I hope that's the case, because that's pretty cool to flip it on its head, because we know all these monsters as monsters. That would be a very cool subverted message, like I was saying earlier. That's the stuff I like, because the real heroes of the story is all these monsters. They're going to save the world, right? But, so they're called Titans, when in fact the actual monster who Madison calls out is Emma, right? I thought that was pretty cool, if that's the case. if they I could, up, It could if be, but not being right, then that's
0: what I can't, but I, I can't remember. I'm wanting to say that Mark had called the monsters at one point. He may well have. He may, he I would can't be the one remember. that would have.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. if really, they didn't, I, I don't remember. Because I was thinking about that. Because it was a very poignant line. She says, you're a monster. Yeah. And I was like, hmm.
0: That was good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's but called then, a monster when there are actual monsters out there. Oh. But
0: really, if you thought... And really, she could have... Did she call... Did Emma call human beings monsters? Maybe. Or did she call them an infection?
1: I think it was an infection. There's was something like that. Maybe, Some uh, maybe it was something like that. I can't remember. So popular right now. Yeah. Um, could, so another way you can look into this is... Ghidorah... So... This is where the other foil in their plan happens, and this is where the Eco-Terrorists and Emma realize they screwed up, because they think that all these monsters, these these Titans, are to restore the natural earthly world. Well, then they find out that Ghidorah is an alien; he's not from this world, so he is literally going to raise everything. Like,
0: well, Doctor Chin, Doctor Chin explained yeah, that, didn't she, she? Yeah,
1: I don't remember the explanation. Because she's. He's an
0: alien he's an alien he's not from this earth and then that's when they called him a false king yeah because so. supposedly godzilla was the one that is the alpha of all of them
1: so what you could read into that is then you want to get real deep and subverted in this in this this kind of humans destroying the world thing then you look at Ghidorah as being, like, representing humans coming into this natural balance and shaking it all up. And then Godzilla being, like, the restorative nature aspect of it.
0: No, oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. looking really deep into right. it, but yeah. See,
1: I prefer that stuff to Emma on a computer screen saying, Humans are destroying the world, and the <laughs> only way to set it right is to let these... Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not... You know, again, we're not going to get political here. I'm not discounting that in any way. That's not part of it. I'm looking at it from a filmmaking standpoint. That was bull. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like yeah.
0: Well, I mean, no, I didn't like any of that either because, like I said, it was very politically driven. And, you know, like we had said earlier, you know, yeah, of course it's a Godzilla movie it's, that is basically the drive of a Godzilla movie, but this was almost over the top yeah. politically driven. Yeah. And, and I was I, just like, man, I, that's 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 taken too far. Just and then, Get your I message across I just without saying. exactly, yeah, You're it's like okay, cool we're they they've brought up global warming, yes, but don't just sit there and kick this dead horse yeah. over and over and over
1: again with it, darty in interviews, I mean he's very clearly you know that way, which is fine, okay, and he seems like a very nice guy, i like he i like I, I didn't i mean, I knew his work trick or treat you know in Krampus. I had never actually ever seen him before watching these interviews. I mean, he's very likeable. I like him a lot. Mm. Nothing against the stand. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Just subverted a little more, which he did, but he also beat me over the face with it. He did both. So yeah, I don't think you have to do that.
0: No, I don't think so either. But the one thing that I will say that I did really like about this one compared to Godzilla was that they made when we had brought it up in the last episode, they made Godzilla a little bit more relatable in this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because remember, he had that connection with Mark after, after they blew him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he comes up out of the water, and Mark tells, you know, they're sitting there on that submarine. Mm-hmm. And he comes up out of the water, and Mark tells him, he's like, don't anybody move. And Godzilla just sits there and looks at him, and Mark kind of just looks at him like, okay, now is your time to do what you need yeah, to do. I
1: was, Godzilla is literally looking at him like, bitch, will you just let me do my thing? Yeah, and then
0: they, <laughs> and then him and Mothra go. Yeah. And that's, and so they, they did make, they did do that in this one, which I thought was good, that they didn't do in Godzilla, yeah. where Godzilla was just destroying shit.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Real quick, let's just wrap up this movie. What happened? They fight in, in Washington, D.C. Well,
0: like I said, they blew him up <laughs> with, the, with the nuke. Doc, Dr. Serizawa has that moment with yeah, Godzilla man. that he's always wanted, where he actually got to go up and touch him. And he said, goodbye, my old friend. Yep. And then they blew him up.
1: <laughs> it's funny how we talk about the first Godzilla movie not having enough Godzilla. And let's be honest, Godzilla was, quote, dead for like half of this movie, too. But he was very prominent in the beginning and end. Which
0: yes. Is, and there's plenty
1: um, of monsters in the middle to keep you occupied. To, yeah, to keep you,
0: it, yeah, to keep you occupied with it. Ghidorah was very much. He's all over the place. Yeah, was very much predominant through the middle of it. Like I said, whenever they killed Godzilla, yeah. supposedly killed Godzilla, they shifted their focus over to Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra at that yeah. time. So they had. You had that going on to kind of divert from Godzilla. They blow him up, he comes back. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna go kick some ass now. And that was when they were like, okay, well, Dr. Sarazawa just juiced him up something fierce because he's going into thermonuclear meltdown within, I think they said like 20 minutes, he's gonna blow. Yeah. And I I like the line, (laughs) Uh, well, within 20 minutes, it's gonna suck to be a Boston Red Sox fan. (laughs) And I was really hoping for another line right there, too. It was like, well, that sucks all the time. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> that would have been
1: yeah, funny I guess, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, again, that line. Just didn't do a, um, a lot for me, honestly. A lot so of the, the humor was just ham
0: to me, I think. Uh, yeah, so then Ghidorah is sitting there trying to fry um, Madison <laughs> because she's got the orca. She ditches the orca, and I'm pretty sure... I, th- I think Godzilla was there at that time when she did that. No, 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 no. She threw it, and Ghidorah stepped on it, crushed it, mm-hmm. and that was when Ghidorah, I guess, was getting ready to lightning strike her to hell. Yep. And that was when Godzilla showed up. Yeah. And Godzilla was he? He was just the new nu- He wasn't thermonuclear. He was, he was regular Godzilla at that point. But his atomic breath. Was like supercharged was super because he blew him sky high. Yeah. I didn't quite I, like. you said he was supercharged, but Ghidorah was still whooping he was his still ass. way more
1: powerful. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's the case with all this crap. Any superhero has got someone stronger than him. It's how do you overcome that? That's you know that's.
0: Well, Mothra that's helped out exactly. Mothra yeah. helped. Um, she like webbed him to that the was building. Cool.
1: She comes <laughs> yeah. in flying out of nowhere and spits like. Like Spider-Man goo at Mothra, and, and sticks, sticks, his, heads to the sticks his heads to a building. So then, and that was maybe my favorite shot of the movie is then Godzilla comes over and just plows him through the him through that building. Through the building, just pretty awesome because the fight between Ghidorah and Godzilla was pretty evenly matched. Uh, Mothra helped out, and then Rodan started picking on Mothra. Yeah,
0: the the Mothra Rodan fight was was decent. Um, Rodan was kicking Mothra's ass there for a little bit.
1: Rodan had her dead to rights. And then and that's you when get,
0: you get the stinger. You
1: find out she's got a stinger, and she pokes him. Yeah, and he falls down. You think he's dead. You he'd think
0: he's back. dead, he but he would come back. Um, I guess it just paralyzed him. Really, is what it did. Yeah, I, it I guess. But um, well, Rodan is known as what did they call him? The the fire demon. That's what they yeah. called him. The fire demon. So he's and, got some
1: pretty cool powers too. Like his wings are so powerful they create like a shock wave whenever he flies. And yeah. He did that clap earlier on in the movie where he just clapped some things together and shot straight up and it like took out everything around it. Yeah, again. that was kind of
0: cool. Um But yeah, so then you had all that going on. Um, Ghidorah once again beats the hell out of Godzilla and damn near kills him. Yeah. He Gets him down, The, the sure. one part that I didn't like was, I mean, he just like picked him up.
1: Oh yeah, he picked him up and, and flew him up and flew up into the
0: atmosphere, into the and, atmosphere dropped and dropped
1: him. Yeah, that was a little weird. But yeah. whatever. You had to figure out a way to get him down. Looked like he was done. Um, we started Ghidorah's going back after Madison, and uh, Emma's back in the picture now, and Mark, and everybody's there trying to save him. Yeah, because they're trying to. Home. Emma went to her. Because her they're trying to figure out.
0: Well, they're trying to figure out a way to get Ghidorah away from Godzilla so that he can, you know, get up and kind of recharge yeah. a little bit, because he's at this point trying to kill, like, trying to kill or eat him. I'm not sure what the hell he was trying to do. Uh, but they do. They found out... I forget how they did
1: it. They turned on the orca. They
0: got the orca going yeah. again. That's what they did. And they were
1: going to put it in the airplane and fly away with everybody.
0: Yeah. But... When
1: Emma becomes a hero, she takes it and drives off and sacrifices herself. Yeah. So the airplane gets away with, with Mark and Madison and a couple other heroes. And uh, Emma gets killed by Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. And that's when that, Meltdown Godzilla. That
0: was when Meltdown out, Godzilla. Which was awesome. He's bright red. <laughs>
1: before you see him... You see buildings just melting. melting. Before he touches them. They he's so hot they're just melting. And then he has these like nuclear blasts. He just he just blows up. He's blowing up. It's he, just it's just these
0: big shock waves coming off of him. And, and then he just
1: basically he just kinda of runs up and grabs Ghidorah and just explodes, right? And that's pretty much how it went down.
0: Yeah, pretty well. He grabs him and he then like his wings melted or he set his wings on fire and he like grabs a hold of him and he's basically just melting him is what he's doing. I
1: will say the very end shot of this battle was pretty cool because they swerve you.
0: You think he's still alive?
1: Yes. Because the first thing you see is Ghidorah's head raise up. Yeah. Then you see that his head is in in
0: Godzilla's mouth. Godzilla's (laughs) mouth.
1: And Godzilla breathes atomic breath out through Ghidorah's head and like melting it melting it it was pretty bad that was cool that was cool yeah
0: and then he just and after it was after those explosions and all of that he went back to regular Godzilla yeah he was
1: regular Godzilla at that point yeah um he climbs up on this little hill and then all the monsters are there Behemoth, Methuselah, Silla, Muto, Rodan um I thought this was a little cheesy. They, li- literally, they literally
0: bowed, bowed they literally to him. Yeah, to I thought that, that was too. I thought we that forgot, was a
1: little... We forgot. Ghidorah killed Mothra. Yes. And as Mothra was dying, she this also helped revive Godzilla. As Mothra was dying, she went down and just laid herself on top of Ghidorah, or on top of Godzilla, and basically just kind of, her essence just kind of helped revive him. Mm-hmm. And that was something Dorothy has said. He said, Mothra, she never dies. He says Mothra, what she does is she symbolizes this endless cycle of, Birth, life, death, and rebirth. Hmm. She will like sacrifice herself for the greater good because, in the post credits, we see there's another Mothra egg. So yes, so Mothra's going to come back, um, and you know she will do the right thing because she knows that she will live on through her children. And it's kind of implied by Doherty that they have like this cognitive um, um, shared memory thing. So like the new Mothra is basically going to kind of remember everything, all the Mothras' in- incantations, are like or uh, whatever.
0: All the should, versions of Mothra, yeah, are
1: basically the same thing. Yeah, so, yeah. It'll be kind of cool because they might tweak or make it look just a little bit different, though. You know, different colors or something in the next. I
0: could see different colors because she looked really cool. Yeah. I really like the way that Mothra looked.
1: And I scene in the movie—that's where it ends. Uh, Godzilla's up there roaring, and these monsters are bound out to him.
0: And boom, done,
1: done. That's it. Then there's some. The, the pre-credit crawl is like headlines uh, about the world recovering and the monsters living in harmony and all this stuff. And it's alluded to that they're all kind of migrating towards skull island you know? yeah they're all heading there for
0: everybody's something. going to skull island even the vortexes are coming yeah. to skull island so that's so a good thing for me because
1: i'm thinking that means the next movie is going to be on skull island
0: yeah guess what happens so, at skull island uh,
1: daylight daylight <laughs> So So
0: then, this, after all that, you got to sit through all the credits. You have to sit through all of the credits. It's not like halfway through the credits. It's not.
1: True post credits. It is
0: a true post credits scene that was complete garbage. I did not like this ending. I thought it was stupid. Well, I didn't think it was stupid, I thought it was unnecessary. Let me put it that way. It was. uh, What's his name?
1: Uh. Jonah. Jonah. Yeah. Charles Dance character. Which, by the way, when Emma took off to go help Madison, Charles Dance or Jonah, whatever his uh, character name is, he's like, Alright, do whatever you want to do. We don't ever see him again.
0: Yeah, that was, that was and good.
1: honestly, I forgot all about
0: him. Yeah, he really wasn't know. he wasn't really a memorable character through after he was just like she Which pulled he a good. Gun. He
1: was good in the movie. Like I liked he was very s- smarky. Like he had some he, he actually made me kind of laugh a couple times, so. but
0: and there's a couple of things that he said that were pretty
1: for any of you that don't know that name, that is Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones.
0: Wasn't he also the villain in Last, Last Action, Action Hero? Hero? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, I cut you off. What
0: um happens? so they go back to Mexico. Um, I and mean, I guess that entire zone is a quarantine zone. Um or something like that. It was all destroyed. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not allowing anybody to fish there, apparently. At least that's what this guy is saying. He's leading somebody down these tunnels. Um, they're saying that, you know, all this has happened and they, they're not allowed to be there, not allowed to fish here because of what's happened. And they finally get to this... They open the door and there's this thing laying there and they pan... The way they panned it, you thought maybe there was going to be Something Titan-related. It is a head of Ghidorah.
1: Right. It's it's the head that Godzilla chewed off. Yeah, the That's, first time. Yeah, they, they you know, it's fishing the fishing have
0: Yeah. And uh, then it's, it's Jonah. And with the last line, he says, we'll take it.
1: Yeah. So...
0: So he, basically, that was just implying he's going to try and bring Ghidorah back.
1: Here's my thoughts on this. At first, I legitimately was so pissed because my first immediate reaction was because the next movie is Godzilla vs. Kong which it's a versus movie they're going to fight right that's going to be the basis of this movie yeah they're both heroes so what's going to happen and my first thought was motherfuckers they're going to bring Ghidorah door back in this movie and like force Godzilla and Kong to work together and that's going to piss me off so much because I like them both but it's kind of like Freddy vs. Jason there really needs to be a winner you know maybe in the post credit scene do like Freddy vs. Jason did it's a little ambiguous but if they're a team up to fight this greater cause that would piss me off
0: but but you you, out, said, yeah. you had said you would said that he's not but, in kong kong vs godzilla so yeah
1: charles dance is not in the next movie so it's planting seeds for future movies which is fine because a pos- you know doherty mentioned that said, the possibilities are endless you know what's he yeah. gonna do with it he's gonna sell the dna is he gonna try to revive it what's he gonna do you know, basically he got his wish. The monsters are restoring order, so what's he still fighting for? You know, there's there's stuff to read into there. So yeah. I don't hate it as much as I initially did, but it's still kinda different. So that's the end of end of end of that. Um I will say one thing that this movie did awesome was the sound was music.
0: Yes, I love I loved the, the music in this. They brought back that original theme. You know, a little remixed, but it was Yeah, awesome. but it was still really good and everything just fit really well i'm kind of also wondering like a lot of times you hear of these movies being music driven like they have the music so now we need the the scene to go with the music yeah whereas it's a lot of them are you know opposites like well we have the scene so put the music to that so i'm kind of wondering if this was you know the the music the scene needs to fit the music not the music needs to fit the scene
1: yeah that's true yeah, it was really cool. Um, I love the effect when Godzilla would breathe his breath, which they did that in the first movie, but this one's really amped up because like his spine would, like. Oh yeah,
0: they would just light up right from, from the tail.
1: bottom of his tail all the way up. And each time a, a different segment would light up, there'd be a, like a, a big sound. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yep. they and then the thermonuclear meltdown Godzilla was just amazing.
1: Visually, the movie was fantastic. Yeah, I well, uh, yeah. Sound wise, music wise, fantastic. I acting, acting
0: was that. acting was decent.
1: Again, you just didn't get that character really let on Millie Bobby Brown. The script, I didn't think the script was that good. They didn't have a lot to work with.
0: No, like I said, but ones. I mean, it it was it was de- it was decent. Um, I really, I got attached to Doctor Zarazawa.
1: Yeah, but you had him from the first one. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like anything new.
0: But really. yeah, but I mean, he still was. This one, he seemed like he was a little bit more. I don't want to say aggressive, but he he seemed a little bit crankier in this one. Than yes, he, he was very cranky. <laughs> kind
1: of you know the the line from the trailer whenever uh, the the panel or whatever says something about him. so he'd be our pet, no, we would be his. Yeah, you know. He <laughs> and then was, they all kind of laugh good. at him. Yeah, Ken Watanabe. Yeah, I mean, of course he's good. He's a great actor. Anyway, yeah, I like
0: uh, I like him. But uh, but um, yeah, in the scene with with him and and Godzilla, whenever he blows up. <laughs> Um, was probably one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, that was um, really As cool. far as the human part of it. Very
1: good moment. The explosion looked cool. It blew up Atlantis, which is unfortunate. And here's the other thing about that. I mean, you know, that's Godzilla's house. Yeah. So where is he going to
0: I guess that's maybe why he's going to Skull Island now? I don't know. What do you it's...
1: think? Speaking of that, what do you think? Uh, why do you think Kong didn't respond to the orca? Is it that you, I mean, he just can't get off the island? Or... Is he, maybe he's of a higher intelligence? He might
0: be of a higher intelligence. I was kind of thinking that. Or maybe it's just
1: that he's a good guy. Because you can't really say that because Godzilla seemed to be unaffected by the Orca, but Mothra wasn't. I mean, like that very first scene, it kind of calmed Mothra down anyway.
0: Yeah, well, Mothra was a baby too. But, uh, well, it's the alpha frequency.
1: Which they do reveal later on. It's like a mystery frequency. They don't know what it is. Mixed like, with humans. Then you figure out it was mixed with humans because we are the true alpha or something. But it's and
0: different. maybe and that could be why Godzilla didn't answer to it because he actually truly is like Earth's alpha. So
1: see, honestly, and, I think it would have been cooler if that s- mystery would have been him. What would, segment would have been him? Uh,
0: yeah. I'd say, and that's kind of what I thought they were going to go to, but then they—that's why
1: they didn't. That's too easy to figure out yeah but yeah so excited to see like i said they kind of planted the seas it seems like the titans are migrating towards skull island for some reason mm-hmm. Not really sure why hopefully it's going to take place there again i yeah. do hope we kind of get you know kong crawling the empire state building that would be kind of cool it'd be good i guess it'd be fine if you don't have it you got to change things but it's a nice visual
0: maybe in his next movie
1: that's true. Which you know, as of this point, this is the only one that's official. But especially this post-credit scene, they're definitely planting seeds for more.
0: Because you would think that with the success that Skull Island had,
1: and all of these have had.
0: That I mean, there are no, well, no Avengers,
1: but they're 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 pushing billion-dollar movies. Well, yeah, under, you know, six seven hundred million.
0: But Kong was really the one that kind of revitalized Godzilla. Um. And Kong and Skull Island was such a good movie that you would think they would make another Kong movie. So maybe maybe they will after this one?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's all big, one big sprawling universe now. now, So anything's... Here's the thing. They could kill Kong in this next movie and be done with it because, you know, he's the last one. He could be like the big sacrifice and that's what they kind of move away from. It's possible. Hope not. I love Kong. Yeah. But here's the other part of that. He's the last one, so well
0: probably, uh, if and this might be reading a little too far into it. If Jonah can bring back Dora I just, I was just, <laughs> that was rolling through my head as you're saying that.
1: You maybe use his DNA to make another clone Kong. You yeah, that regenerative DNA to Who knows? See that's maybe that post credit seems a little better than you thought there. <laughs> it, it, it just it did sound a lot because it was I so kind know. of ambiguous. It's I not ambiguous, like but it. There's a lot of possibilities that come out of that. Yeah. Which is cool. Um
0: You got any fun facts about this one? Not really. I don't either. It's too new. <laughs> I yeah, didn't learn any, I didn't really learn anything about it.
1: I'm sure. I was just
0: really excited to see it because it's you know, it was a new Godzilla movie with all of the monsters in it and I was like
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was I was hoping there was going to be some more old monsters. Yeah. I, I like new monsters don't get me wrong I wish there would have been a few new monsters and a few old monsters uh, Maybe oh, also could... the, like, the list is official too because they would show them on computer screens and stuff throughout the yeah. movie there are names for all the titans and they're all hard to pronounce and they're all, mm-hmm. none of them are the old ones no and it's surely Toho is involved in this yeah and maybe that's all a Legendary has a rights to is the big four
0: could be Kong, right now maybe they might acquire more later on but
1: yeah because it, that, maybe that's what that and counting line is for. You know, there's, there's well, yeah, because they
0: said 17 on. and counting. So maybe
1: so we do uh, Kamanga or Gamera. Gamera is a big one. No,
0: Godzilla. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Could happen. I, I told you, you know, that could be their tie-in with the old Pacific Rim crossover. <laughs> God, they don't do that. A, they build a Godzilla and put somebody in it. <laughs> Trying to
0: take down Godzilla? Yep. My God, that would just be... I would probably actually like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something you'd like. It. <laughs> so, that's it, yep.
0: We don't really have any numbers yet because it's still opening weekend.
1: Yeah, um, like I said, it's... Between one hundred and seventy two hundred million dollar budget and box office right now is at like one seventy nine. So I mean, it's got its money back. Oh, so it's going to make its money
0: days, back, so. and
1: oh, it's going to make money.
0: It's probably number one at the box office right now. Big time. So big time. I
1: think it. Well, I guess we can check. I thought that it kicked Aladdin's ass, but I don't know. Well, I would hope so. I forgot Aladdin <laughs> was out this um, this weekend too. So. That is, that is to do a 50 million dollar domestic opening when you got a big Disney tentpole movie coming out at the same time that's pretty impressive it yeah. did not kick its ass it did win Godzilla 2 49 million Aladdin 42 so no oh. it was close
0: that was opening day weekend oh opening weekend so weekend. far I'm I assuming so far yeah
1: yeah I mean because it is just we're doing this on Sunday so yeah but I mean Sunday night well, yeah, They're not going to yeah. make up $7 million, I don't think. Mm. So, I mean, I mean, that's an accomplishment to beat Aladdin, which apparently Aladdin sucks. So, I mean... It's, <laughs> that might it be saying something, too. <laughs> to, to beat a big Disney movie like that, that's, that's a pretty big deal. But this is, a, this is a super hype movie, so... Yeah. I can't say you're surprised, either. Um, whatever. Yeah, definitely excited to see where the next one goes. That one is coming out next March. Oh, okay. So between now and March, just go check out all the old ones. Yeah, because half yeah. of those things are on, on Amazon Prime right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the offshoots, like Mothra and Rodan, because like Mothra and Rodan were their own movies before they were ever introduced in Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of back catalog to consume on this topic. It's almost like 50 movies or something between Kong and Godzilla and all this stuff, or maybe more than that. Now. There
0: could, I'm sure there's probably more now.
1: But yeah, it was good. I liked it. Really pumped for the next one. Yep. Um, you can let us know what you think. Facebook and Instagram, The Horror Happy Hour. Twitter at the Triple H Podcast. Let us know. Check this out. Hey, if you're listening and you like us, give us a... wherever you're listening at. Apple, Stitcher, Anchor... Spotify, any of those things. Give us a rating. Give us a good rating, please. Yes, a good. would be awesome. Yeah. And a review. That helps us get out there and be heard by more people, too. Mm -hmm. Help us out. Help us help you make this wonderful content is what they call it. Content. Yes. Beautiful. Stuff. Yep. Okay. See you next time.
0: Okay, bye.